Hi, welcome to Project Healing, a podcast whose mission is to shed light on true self-care, healing our inner demons, and connecting the world in deeper and more meaningful ways. We all have a story to share, and we're very excited to be a part of helping everyone to share their own along the path of their healing journey. I'm your host, Katherine Galvin, psychic medium and intuitive healer, and with me, I have my co-host. I'm Jenna Korzynski, empathic psychic medium and intuitive soul coach. I believe that we have to feel our pain in order to heal it, and that community is a large part of that process. Speaking our truth and riding the waves of life is how we heal, and we welcome you to do the same. This is Project Healing. We'd like to do a quick shout out to our Patreons, Catherine Kendall, Manuela Cardenas, Rue, Katie Duvetter, Janet Adams, Chelsea Ayers, Katie Nicholson, and Samantha Sanguinetti. Thank you so much for your support. And if you are interested in joining our Patreon, we do have multiple tiers available, which include personalized readings, Reiki healing, and monthly group readings as well. So head on over to patreon.com and become a supporter of Project Healing so that we can connect on a more personal level. Hello. Welcome back to Project Healing. Hello, everyone. I'm doing all right. Thank you for that beautiful rendition of Welcome Back. Thank you. I used to have a high school biology teacher that would always say, thank you for gracing us with your melodious tones whenever we would talk in class. (laughs) I actually, I love that. I love that. I'm going to start using that one with my dancers. Stolen. (laughs) It was great. He definitely had a pretty bad lisp too, so please incorporate that. Okay, definitely yeah, noted, noted. Not picking on anyone with the lisp. I don't want to get hate mail about that. All right. <laughs> you guys. We're living on a prayer today. Um, Jen, I had this great idea to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. What makes us whole people. If you are into the spiritual world at all, which you probably are because you listen to this podcast, then you have heard of duality before. And when Jenna brought up discussing duality, I didn't really honestly know exactly what that meant, to be completely honest. But I did some Googling, as a good American does, and (laughs) and I learned a lot today. Jenna made me learn. Jenna never stops teaching. Jenna, I've said (laughs) your name a lot in the last 30 seconds. In case you're new here, my name is Jenna. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to this episode. That is us all the time. (laughs) That kind of shocked me, though, that, like, Catherine, you're not one to go down the Google rabbit hole, I feel like. So I was, I was, I mean, sometimes, but only when it comes to, like, facts, I feel like. And I don't know, for this topic, I was a little surprised that, that that's where you where it led you. I was kind of shocked. You know what I think it is that I was about to speak about something that I didn't have a lot of background knowledge on and it made me maybe like I didn't want to bring anything false to the table. So just a sidebar here, most of what I know about 
being psychic or having psychic experiences or listening to my intuition outside of like the mentoring that I've had, which was teaching me how to connect more efficiently and how more importantly to shut it off. Most of what I know and understand has been like dictated to me through spirit. I don't really have a lot of background education on any of this. It's just what I've been led to. I love that. And it's funny because as you were, we were discussing, like breaking down what we were going to talk about, I was like, oh, I didn't even think to look it up because I just received what I received from spirit. And I was like, meh, like I was totally okay with that. So (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Um, But for anybody that doesn't know what duality is, I did pull up the definition for us so that we can jam on that for a second. So An instance of opposition or contrast between two concepts or two aspects of something, a dualism. So how does this show up in our lives? Um, Obviously, we know night and day, right? That's the one that we are all privy to. We see the dark um, of the night and we see the light of day. Um, Sad versus happy, okay? So we have those moments that we're really down and feeling like, woe is me. And we have those moments where we're ready to go. Oh, Rosh <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's why. <laughs> um, the easy times in our lives and the struggles. What else you got? What else pops for you when you think about the, the yin yang, the duality of things? Okay. So I have an example I want to bring up because I really liked the way this was explained. They, this um, article I read really simplified things for me. Okay. So when you talk about duality, because the whole... Okay, this article is called The Spiritual Law of Duality. I will happily link it in the show notes if I recall saying this. Cool. Um, okay. <laughs> Before we started recording, Jenna and I were talking about children and how they do whatever they're doing without inhibition. If they have an emotion, they have their emotion and then they move on to like the next funny thing and they're over it. And I read an example about that concerning duality. But what I had read today, the spiritual law of duality basically states that everything is on a continuum and has complementary opposite within the whole. Um... To use an old adage, there may be two sides of a coin, but there's only one coin. I love that explanation. In other words, things that appear as opposites are in fact only two extremes of the same thing. So it's heads or tails, but it's still a coin. It's still, at its core, just a coin that has two sides, right? So you look at even like the political spectrums and you look at how people are so torn this is like hardcore conservative on the right hardcore liberal on the left if you can see me in this recording when you watch it back yes I use the wrong hands to explain it but that's fine (laughs) um I thought nothing of it because it was my right and my left so I was like yeah that was intentional yeah um Totally. I thought you were just doing like a dance teacher thing. It's fine. (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, Okay. So you take those two ends of the political spectrum, though, and you're still talking about one thing. It's still politics. It's just spectrum, spectrum, right? 
Or yeah. you look at what was the other example that they shared? I really like too. Um, on the physical level, the spiritual law of duality is easy to understand. We can make comparisons with the physical eye. For instance, there's life and death, day and night, short and tall. What becomes problematic is when we start thinking about one aspect of the spectrum is better than the other end of the spectrum. And I love that because Jenna was talking about, I was, I honestly, I was confused. I was like, okay, well, it sounds like we just want to talk about shadow work and being okay with the darkness, which is part of it because ultimately there's no wrong in the darker sides of ourselves. It complements the lighter side, right? I guess I'm asking you, right? Like that's essentially what we're looking at. Yeah, I think so. But I also think that like walking through those dark moments, like compliment is a good word to use, but it's also, okay. So we learn lessons in both um, ends of the spectrum. Okay. Mm -hmm. When we experience something um, that causes elation for us. We are like, Oh, I want more of that. That my lesson in that was that I loved that. And I want more of that. When we experience something on the, the dark end of things and when things don't go our way and we feel lack, we can also learn a lesson from that. I, I don't want that. Um, and, uh, there's this amazing quote from Abraham Hicks that says, if you don't know what you don't want, you can't know what you do want. Mm. And that strikes me to my core, right? Because we could never figure out the light side of our lives without seeing the other side of the penny. We have to see both sides of the penny, heads up or or tails, you know? Like we, we've got to see both sides of it in order to figure out what is right for us. Um, so... Yeah, I love that. I love that, um, the image of the coin. I think that that speaks volumes. Yeah, because, I mean, seriously, if you pulled a quarter out of your pocket and it only had a head on it and no tails printed on the other side, it's not a whole coin, right? Like, that shit's fucked up. Okay, first of all, disclaimer, I've been up for, like, 20 hours right now. (laughs) In my head, that that sounded... That was the deepest thing I've ever heard Really intelligent. (laughs) Also going on a t-shirt right there. That one. I love it. <laughs> you flip it over. There's that. no tails. That shit's fucked up. Got it. Okay. <laughs> it's time to open their it. merch store. That shit's fucked up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Regina, that one's for you. <laughs> that one's for Regina. All day. She's eating it up. You know she is. <laughs> That's great. Um... So I think what happens to us when we start to walk the spiritual path, many of us, um, and we've spoken on this a little bit before, but many of us get caught up, I'm totally guilty of this, in the like, oh, that's not spiritual, right? That's not spiritual. Like if we, she, Catherine, you guys can't see her. She's rolling her eyes so hard right now because part of why is because she had to deal with me going through these phases. So <laughs> No, that's not why I'm rolling them. I'm kidding. I'm just putting myself on blast here. Um, But it's like when we feel anger or we do feel lack or we feel frustration or honestly any of those lower vibration energies, um, we tend to beat ourselves up when we're on that spiritual path because we're like, oh, well, that's not spiritual. The way I behaved in that moment is not spiritual. But 
why are we beating ourselves up over that instead of just taking it as like, oh, hey, that caused me to react this way. Maybe I should rethink putting it myself in that type of situation in the future, or maybe I need to use my voice in this type of situation or whatever, whatever it is that comes to you. Take the lesson. Being a spiritual soul does not mean that your journey is all bubbles and daisies all the time. It's just not. I know you're going to do it. You're going to do it. She's going to say it. <laughs> what am I going to say? My lovely quote that I said to you earlier. <laughs> Shit, what did you say to me? Oh, okay, good. Maybe. Nope, I'm off the hook. I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, I was going, I, what I was thinking about was all of the times that I say something really mean under my breath and I think like, that's not spiritual. That's just not nice. So don't take this as a free pass to be an asshole, okay? Right. <laughs> but you do have to understand that we're all human. This is a human experience. So you're allowed to have bad thoughts. You're allowed to go through negative times. That doesn't mean that you're not like a being of light. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. But but you're right. Don't sit in that energy because when we sit in that energy, then we are choosing the darkness, yes. and that's when the duality becomes a problem. You know, it is when we are unbalanced and we're living too much in one side versus the other side. That's when we see the problems, when we're always living in that happy state of mind and nothing bothers me and I'm just going to flow with everything, um, then we may be more likely to be taken advantage of. Um, And when we're living on that dark side of things, woe is me, everything is wrong, everything is crashing down. That's the type of energy that we are attracting um, to our life and to our space. So um, the balance between everything is very, very important. Um, our victories are just as important as our struggles. It's interesting that you say that because I, I had a session with another intuitive today who told me to stop seeking balance and start seeking being present because I was so hyper-focused on trying to balance the situation. And she said, she's like, you know what, Catherine, she, she's like, you wear four hats at any given time. And and for those of you who have been listening for a while, my husband's active duty military. We're going through a phase where he's home and not home a lot. And it, it's, it leaves me playing both parents a lot or playing mom and explaining where dad is because I don't like the idea of playing both parents quote, but more right. You're the only parent available. Um, anyway, She's like, you're playing dad, you're wearing the hat of mom, you're wearing the hat of entrepreneur, you're wearing the hat of spiritual person, you're wearing the hat of, and like a da-da-da-da-da-da-da, right? Like it keeps going. She's like, you don't find balance in these things. You have to be present in the hat that you're wearing, present in that moment. So if you're, um, you're sitting there and you're right now a business person, say you give yourself 20 minutes of the work that you're doing, you're doing that work for 20 minutes, even if you get distracted and pulled from it by your children, you're still, you go back to that. You're present in that moment. Whereas with the idea of balance, you're trying to literally juggle all of the things at the same time, right? So all I wanted to, I know I'm probably about to go down a rabbit hole here, so I'm going to refocus this. I thought this was really interesting though, because earlier when I was reading about duality, what I was getting, Jen is chomping at the bit to say something. I can see it. Uh, no? no oh. 
in every situation, you're simply seeking to harmonize the duality. So it's not about operating in either extreme. It's about allowing them to converge into one. So it's it's really, I guess it's like balance seems like the right word, but it's also about learning to accept that anger or accept that emotion while you're in it. Accept that part of your life and allow it to harmonize with the other, whether it's an angry time in your life, you or, or a happy time in your life, let them blend, let them move into one and then rise above the idea of this split kind of thinking of like, this sucks and this is wonderful. It has to all become that one greater lesson. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel that. But that's honestly, that's why I feel like balance is being present. And that's why it's so important in our spiritual practice to be present. And that's where our spiritual practice leads us. It leads us to being present, which leads us to our balance. So when I say balance, I'm not thinking of the typical, like, feeling aligned in whatever Mm -hmm. moment that you're living in. So that to me is balance. Um, I agree with what like you were told, but I I feel like it it does, it intertwines with with one another. It's something different. Yeah. To find balance, you have to be present in each moment. This episode is brought to you by what Catherine spirit guides have been trying to tell her for the last few months and now has taken Jenna and another intuitive all day to explain to me I'm receiving the message now. <laughs> I got it. I love it. My I balance it. <laughs> is found in my presence. I need to yes. be present in each moment in order to find balance. So, yes. Oh my god, where the fuck are the balloons falling from the ceiling? <laughs> Exper- well, I'm I'm happy that you got there because this is this is why I like fell off for the past few weeks. Like I those of you that follow me have seen that I haven't been as active on social media and stuff like that. And it's because I was really going with it. I was struggling so hard with balancing it all. Right. Like I was like, Oh my God, I'm all of a sudden like a full-time homeschool mom. Uh, my kids are home with me all the time. I'm trying to run my business. I'm trying to work with my business partner. Like, you know, you and I are doing like, there's so much, I'm trying to be a wife. I'm trying to maintain a household. And I was like, like, I felt like I was losing it in every aspect of things. And I had to go internal. And this is why I wanted to talk about this is because that's exactly the realization that I came to was that finding balance just means that you're present in the moment that you're living in. So when I am interacting with Catherine and she and I are hashing out what we are doing moving forward, that's our moment together. And if Mm -hmm. we need to discuss things, like maybe we have things that we need to discuss, that's the moment to do that. When I am dealing with my toddler's tantrum and Catherine reaches out to me about something that has to do podcast related, I just know that, okay, I, I need to deal with the toddler tantrum right now. And this is not the moment to be the businesswoman. And that's just an example. Um, but so I'm happy. I'm, I got the balloons over here for you, girl. I'm sending them your way Thanks. because it's an amazing feeling to like realize that we don't have to be everything all at once. We don't, but we have to feel what comes to us and flow with our own energy. Yeah. And I just side note want to say, because that's not what this episode is about, but if you are a business, a small business owner and you uh, utilize social media for your business, please, 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 
shut your notifications off. Yeah. Do not let them dictate to you when you open them and answer. You choose the block of time for the day that you answer messages. And if someone doesn't make that purchase or book that appointment from you because you didn't get back to them fast enough, it wasn't meant to be. Because that freeing yourself from that mindset is everything. Yes. Yeah, it's no different than working in the office. You go into the office for a certain amount of hours. When you are working from home or running your own business, you have to figure out what your availability is and stick with it or it will take over your life. I see people that are out there burning the candle at both ends. And like I, I, it's sometimes it's hard being an intuitive and you may agree with me here. It's like you see all that they're putting out and you're going, Oh, it's like you can see the crash coming because you can see that they're just wearing themselves thin. Um, and, um, you just want to like reach, extend a hand and say, stop. Why did you respond to 365 comments within one hour? No, that was not, you didn't need to do that. You know, you didn't need to do that. So, um, we've got to prioritize and this is where that duality comes in is really paying attention to how things are making you feel. If you're feeling way too overwhelmed, then you need to balance that with something that calms you and grounds you and take a step back from it. And if you're feeling so grounded that you're getting nothing accomplished, you may need somebody, an accountability buddy or something to kick you in the butt and say, you know, okay, you've grounded enough. Get off the couch. (laughs) So that's really interesting that you say that because in doing all of my readings and um, being on TikTok is where Jenna and I gather most of our most of our crowd are it people, you know, the VIPs. It's fine. No big deal. I know that that's where we, we gain most of our listeners and most of our appointments from. I realized I wasn't picking up in momentum followers like I had been before. And it dawned on me that it wasn't fun anymore. I wasn't doing things that really spoke to me because I was trying to emulate the people who have taught me, who are doing really well for themselves, but I'm not them, right? So right. December, I dedicated to finding my spark again. What was it that was going to make my soul sink? Because I love coaching. I love working one-on-one with people. I love watching people reach those aha moments like the one I just had on here. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing feeds your soul more, Jenna knows this, than watching someone finally grasp something that they've had right in front of their faces for their entire lives and they like just dive into this healing moment and it's so, so, so rewarding. But I was burning out and I needed to find what was fun again because I was burning the candle on both ends too, trying to come up with content that mattered and trying to find this and trying to do that, trying to wear all the hats at the same damn time rather than being present in the moment. And when I was working with this other intuitive I was talking about earlier, Larissa, because I only say her name like every episode, I feel like Um, we're fangirling. (laughs) Um, She might be on next week. We'll see. Um, We're working on details still. But anyway, um, I started doing the serial killer interviews because they were my fun again. That was a duality. That for me is grounding. That for me is exhilarating. It's, It's fun. It raises my vibration in a really weird way, I guess. But it's my flair. And you have to have that. You have to have both. So go ahead. You tie it all together for me here. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. Like we, 
I think a lot of times we spend so much, we put so much effort into trying to mimic what we see as successful, right? And this is in all facets of life. I mean, this is not just for the spiritual community. It's like, oh, that's working for her. Let me try that. Or he really likes this. Let me try that. How many times have you seen somebody say, oh my God, I bought this product on Facebook. And you're like, I got to go buy that product just because they said it worked for them. Right. And then you're like, this is a piece of garbage. Why do they like this? Right. It doesn't, and not everything resonates um, for everyone equally. Um, and as far as like, you were talking about how like you are following kind of Plateau. dropped off or, or plateaued. Yeah. I was like, that's not what I want. I didn't want to say dropped off. So plateaued. Um, and then when you found your spark again and you just started being you, people were like, Ooh, I like this. What's this? This is new. This is exciting because it's you being yeah. you and it's not you trying to be someone else. And um, it's funny because I have a lot of people that come to me and they're like, Oh, did you see so-and-so on TikTok and they did this? Or did you see this on Facebook? And I don't really pay attention to what other people are doing on social media, mostly, honestly, just because I don't have much time for it. So people think that I'm on social the time for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people think I'm on social media a lot because of my own posting, but that's just, I mean, that's just me posting, but I'm not paying attention to what everyone else is doing. So if somebody says like, oh, I saw so-and-so did a video like that, I'm like, well, that's news to me. I'm just doing what followed, like what helped me and what, where I was led to post and to do. Um, and that's where people stick with you. You can find those moments of like, oh, let me ride this wave, right? And that'll work for a little while. But when the authenticity is not coming through and it doesn't feel true to you and the energy shifts, you need to learn to shift with the energy and ride these waves that come. Um, I'm into a lot of stuff. Like I got a lot of things. Catherine and I have talked about this before. I've got a lot of things on like my website, like a lot of services that I offer. But every single service that I've come across is because it spoke to me and I have like a certain demographic of people that come to me for those things. Um, and I'm okay with that. That's not for everybody. Somebody else might look at it and be like, oh my God, what's going on here? There's too much here. Um, and other people are like, oh my God, I love how much you have to offer because I can go to you for the service, the service, and the service. That's what feels right to me. I'm not going to stop myself from pursuing my passions because that's not what, you know, Sally the psychic is doing. That's just, yeah. that's just, you know, we all have to do our own thing and, and flow with our own energy and where we're led. And as intuitives, a lot of us just flow naturally there. We're not really like led there by anything else but our gut. <laughs> you know, yeah, our you gut. Know what pulls, pulls, but our gut. What pulls but you back gut. from following that is is living in that fear state. So yes. if, if you can shake that and listen to your gut, go with it. It's so funny because you – you're a logical thinker as well as an intuitive. You're very yeah. practical. I'm not. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't have to fight that to stay in my flow state. I have to fight my perception of we were talking about this today. I was raised by someone who's very practical and very logical. We actually, my mom and I had a good laugh over this earlier. And I find myself saying I need a plan for this. Mm. 
But the thing is, every time I have a plan, I deviate from it anyway. Like, like really huge deviation. Like, it's not even the same thing anymore. So I think it's interesting that you bring that up, staying with your intuition and following that, because some of us don't need that stickler of a plan. You just, oh my God, Jenna, fire me from talking today. I don't fire anybody. That's you. That's my job. <laughs> my point is that yourself. <laughs> everyone does everything so freaking differently and it's really yeah. important to stay true to yourself because if you feel in your gut that you're supposed to be led somewhere follow it go with it don't try to do yes. it like other people are doing it my poor mother if she tried to fly by the seat of her pants without a plan oh my god she'd be six feet under if you made me stick to a plan i'd be six feet under <laughs> it's just the way that it is right Right. And I I like a plan, but I like a loose fitting plan. I like like a few bullet points on a piece of paper. And then I'm just going to work off of that to keep me coming back to it. But you know what, Mm -hmm. a perfect example of like knowing and following the signs of something is aligning for you is is just like how it makes you feel. I worked with um, another intuitive coach, and they basically told me that like, I wasn't charging enough, right? Oh, you need to raise your rates. Um, because you're not, it's not comparable to other people and this is your time and blah, 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 blah. And like, I, I didn't do much research when it came to my rates. Honestly, I just kind of was like, okay, I know that this is like the going rate in my area and this is what I feel led to charge. Mm -hmm. And I listened to that person and I changed all of my rates and what happened, I stopped booking and When I changed them, I could feel the shift in me. Like I felt like it wasn't right for me. And so I was like, this is not, why am I listening to the influence? It's okay to take the breadcrumbs that like pick up the breadcrumbs along the way, but don't feel that you have to shove the whole loaf of bread that somebody else gives you into your mouth at once. Um, Allow yourself to feel what it feels like for you and to flow with that. Um, And the reason I bring up like, money and that type of thing in this conversation is just because a lot of times a lot of our light and dark, so to speak, is centered around money. And I won't get this or get to here if I don't receive this, right? And the way to truly receive is to open yourself up to give and stop worrying about what is the ching, ching, ching coming in for you, okay? (laughs) Okay, perfectly said. I just had a conversation with an old friend from high school about working with her. You you know I don't really take students. I send them to you for the most part because it's just not my jam. I try, but it's just not my jam. So (laughs) I told her, though, she's in a little bit of a pickle, and I was like, yo, girl, I'll work with you. Let me help you. Let me teach you. Do not pay me. This is my, I want to do this because you would do this for someone else. So let me do this. And when I was talking to Larissa today, she's like, yeah, she's just tell the universe. This is like a karmic exchange. So you're asking for abundance from the universe in return for giving this girl lessons and mentoring. It's that simple. And when she said that, like, all these bells and whistles went off in my head. I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. If I feel called to offer a service because I just fucking want to, do it. Yes. That energetic exchange can come from somewhere else. Yes. Yep. That's the best part about working with spirit. There's no hard rules. Right. Absolutely. Um, 
in order to continue, you know, everybody's so worried about like, well, how do I get my vibe up? How do I get my vibe up? You flow, you flow with the things that come to you. Um, you can be going through a really difficult time and still be vibing high because of the way that you're receiving the energy, you know, and right. because it's, vibing it's, high does not always mean you have like a really positive outlook on things. Vibing high right. doesn't mean you're sunshine and butterflies. Vibing high means that you're taking good care of your body. You're eating well. You're you're shaking out your energy. Maybe you dance or go for a walk or sing a song or, or meditate. And that doesn't mean that when you finish, all of your problems are gone. It just means that you're taking care of your physical and spiritual energy. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Love it. Right. That's so perfect because I feel like today was a really emotional day and my family, I mean, no one like died or anything. I want to make that very clear. So like no one feel like, oh, what's going on? Like nothing huge, but just like, um, it was a tough day for me and the kids and I kind of feel like dog shit, but I also still feel like my vibrations up there. I'm doing fine, you know, and that's such a huge difference from three, four years ago, even two years ago. I just would have been done, down, dead. It's over. Today sucks. It's a wash, you know, but it's not like that anymore. So I took some deep breaths. I kept reminding myself this is a temporary situation in breathing through it. So I, when I put my oldest to bed, I turned on some sophagio tones and I did some deep breathing and I took care of myself rather than sitting there and laying next to him and getting frustrated with him for not falling asleep when I wanted to come over here and record with you. And look at has right. Trump ass fell asleep. I feel calmer. It's all good. He's such a good boy. When you get older, you can listen to every episode except for this one. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's so sweet. He saw his younger brother fall asleep on the chair, which I was totally hoping for. And he walks over, gets a blanket, gives him his own stuffed animal because his brother's wasn't downstairs and then kisses his head and whispers, good night, Jay. It was so cute. He's such a good That's awesome. Okay, so let's get back to it though. Yeah, it's, you have to have both. Let them converge into one. Let it be who you are as a whole. Don't have a quarter without a tail. That's some fucked up shit. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to try to find a quarter without a tail and send it to Catherine in the mail. (laughs) Guess who? (laughs) Guess who? Um, Wait, I lost my train of thought here. La, 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 la. Yep, that that happened. Um, Oh, so just remember, like, as you flow through every moment of life, the highs and the lows that it's important to just stay grounded in your energy, whatever your energy is feeling, just when in doubt, ground it out. Okay. (laughs) Help yourself to relax. Listen, you can have your, um, explicit t-shirts and I'll have my cute little sayings on mine. Okay. You're such a teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I own it. (laughs) I have lots of rhymes too. They're just not as appropriate. <laughs> we'll save those for an, uh, an episode for our Patreons. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, yeah. 
I forgot what I was going to say because I chose to make fun of Jenna, but it was worth it. <laughs> Such a kind oh, soul you are. It's I know, I know. It's the good and the bad. Don't forget that each experience is meant to be had. Okay. Oh, look, I yes. rhymed too, Jenna. Oh. <laughs> All of That's going on a fanny pack. <laughs> it's going on a fanny pack. Thanks. Glittery one. Um. You have to take all of it and allow it to bring you to who you are. You have to appreciate each struggle. There's a lesson in all of it. And and those lessons, like that duality, that shadow self that you work with, like whatever you want to see as the like complementary side to your good days or whatever, that's all meant to help you steer towards your higher self as well. So when you find yourself in a place where you're experiencing conflict or or like um, discord within yourself or anything like that, ask yourself what brings you towards your higher good and that's the course of action you take. What is going to make me feel whole? What's going to make me feel good or better so that I can keep moving forward rather than staying in this energy? And that's how you know you're on the right path with it. Definitely. Definitely. Things will flow when you are feeling present and balanced. Mm-hmm. And um, when that when that river stops flowing, it's time to put some work in. Time to put some work in. You want to pull a conversation card? Ooh, yeah. I kind of forgot we do that. So hold, please, while I grab them. <laughs> All right. I only thought about it because I intended to put them down on my desk, but it's now across the room from my shelf with them. I was like, I'm not getting up and walking over there. Hopefully Jenna's got them. Oh, this one's loaded for you today. Oh, shit. (laughs) You're ready? No. It's a reflection card. These always get interesting. Which challenge or problem do you wish someone else could take away? Three kids solo at bedtime. I don't care what the energy is, what the lesson's supposed to be with that. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) I think the lesson is teach your children not to get into that space. (laughs) Like, whatever you do, figure out bedtime routine. Oh, bedtime. Bedtime in itself is just a challenge. It is. You know, we have a good routine. It's it's more that. Yeah. I got really used to being able to lay in bed and read to them. And with number three, you can't always do that, right? Because sometimes he's fussing, sometimes he's awake. But tonight he fell asleep in his crib by himself without crying. So Ooh. we hope to return to bedtime book time. It's, it's turning back up. It's my favorite part of mommyhood is reading books at night. I yeah, love I love it. I love it. Side note from an early childhood professional, we know the parents that don't read to their kids at night. <laughs> Just putting that out there. We can tell by the kids. <laughs> I bet that's true. And it's so it sweet because Wesley is like kind of outgrowing it, but he knows how much Jay likes to do it. He's not outgrowing it. Like I will keep steering back in that direction, but he'll be like, meh, Jay can pick two books. Get the fuck out of here. Jay is going to pick two books all about trucks. Can you please come pick a story? Yeah. I need you. I need this balance in this I moment. I want to read about a dump truck. Yeah, exactly. All right, Jenna. Same question, back to you. Okay, which challenge or problem do I wish someone else could take away? 
I would say, honestly, um, my food vice, man, that is one that I've been really struggling with for, you know, like past seven years. It's fine. I'm not counting or anything. Um, and yeah, if that could just disappear for me, that would be amazing. So I'm putting it onto the universe that I would, out you, that was like one. Out you, the universe. Out into the universe that, um, yeah, I'd like to kick this food addiction. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You're an archangel lover. I know that's like your jam to um, call on archangels. So when I worked with another healer, she told me to listen to – she shoplit New York on Instagram. Her name is Jen. So she – okay, so she – has me listening to solfagio tones that sounded like the audio skipped but that was my actual voice like delaying the word listening i just want you all to know that um she has me listening to solfagio tones every night while i go to sleep and when i do this i'm supposed to ask uh rafael and and michael for healing and protection so i guess is Raphael is, is the Archangel of Healing? No? Sure. I don't remember. They've all got a function, but, you know, it comes to me when they come to me. So, so in this okay, moment, so I couldn't tell you. She has me asking them to, like, lift whatever it is. And I guess, like, as we move into 5D, it's supposed to be more of a, like, I want this healed, send it on up, and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, I would say when you go to bed, you ask those archangels to take that shit away, turn on your solfagio tones, and go to sleep. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing the solfagio tones for like a year now. They are incredible. Anybody that's not on that train, hop on that train because it is amazing. Um, And I do usually set an intention, but maybe I need to set like a – maybe I need to focus on an intention for longer. I usually just feel whatever I feel intuitively and go with that. But maybe I need to reevaluate that and focus on it for like, you know, a longer time period than one day. Yeah, have like a schedule of it. So Mondays we focus on our food addiction. Tuesday we focus on our anxieties. Wednesday we focus on our alcoholism. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's Noted. <laughs> um, I'm totally kidding you guys, but whatever your field call to, just a thought. I thought that was interesting because I would listen to healing vibes, but I wouldn't set that intention around it. And when she said that, I was like, oh my God, that's incredible. Never even thought about that. So that's the kitten caboodle today, friends. I like that. You like that shit, bitch? I like, I like that a lot. Good. All right, you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're not part of our Patreon friends, go right on with your bad self and head on over to our Patreon site and sign up for our monthly group readings because they are so fun. They're so fun, so silly, and then serious where they need to be. But we have a good time. We definitely have a good time. We do. So come join our our wild group, okay? You guys have a wonderful (laughs) day and thanks for listening to Project Healing.